Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 436 of the Don't Unfriend Me show. Also, Breaking Truth is a little segment we do on the show, about 10 or 15 minutes. Thanks for stopping by. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me, and I walk you through uh, topics, current events, politics, things to that effect. Why should you listen to me? Well, you shouldn't. You should just turn it off right now. No, I'm kidding. No, you should stick around. What are we talking about tonight? We're, we're talking about the Chinese balloon. Not the Italian Mongolfian brother balloon, but the actual China balloon that's floating over Montana. We talked a little bit about this on the live show. I'll take a segment of that where my predictions came true. The prognosticator of prognosticators. And I'm going to tell you also what should happen at this point and what you can expect. A little bit of history about the spying that goes on between countries and why you really shouldn't be too worried. But ultimately, the message that we're sending is one of weakness. And of course, I'm pretty critical of Joe Biden and what he has decided to do. We'll talk about it right after the Hodge twins. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Hogs Twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast. At The Dumb Show and his website, yeah. don'tunfriendme.com. Yeah. And yes, you can type in don'tunfriendme.com if you so choose, but you can also go to the dumb show as well, thedumbshow.com. And don't confuse yourself, there's no B in it, it's not an insult. Stands for Don't Unfriend Me. And actually, you might even hear me refer to the people who watch the show as the dummies, and it's a term of endearment. Nothing personal about that. China balloons. My little China girl. You shut your mouth. Nobody's a David Bowie fan. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Chinese balloons and what the heck are they doing over the United States and in our airspace? It's an interesting question. Last night, I did a short video on this. And I want to be clear, predicted a couple of things. One is that the United States government would be flipping out because it's over Montana, where we have Minutemen missiles and ICBM missiles and Wyoming and all along the front range. And that's on purpose because they are the furthest from the eastern and western continents that are not North America and South America and create the longest distance. That's why NORAD is in the center of the country in Colorado, and why our, why our missile sites are also in the center of the country. It makes it more difficult to take those out. It makes sense from a geographical location and strategic placement of those missiles. So why would a Chinese balloon be floating over there? Well, to obviously take a look. I mean, it makes sense. You have military bases in Montana and all along the front range, like I said. Why not throw a balloon up there and do a little bit of surveilling? It happens all the time. It's nothing new. But the first thing was, I knew that's what the United States was going to be kind of flipping out about. And they did mention that today. And the second thing was that China was going to go ahead and say it was a weather pattern or a shift in the winds that made this happen. And most assuredly, they did that too. There's a couple things about this is last night, until we heard anything and confirmation from China, I wasn't too uh, focused on shooting the thing down. I think ultimately didn't pose much of a threat. However, 
now that China has admitted that it's theirs and they've given us the cover story that Mia Copa, Mia Copa, that, oh, well, it just kind of flew off into the winds and we had no control over it, even though we like could throw a dart at a map a million times and never hit the United States. But somehow a balloon going in the westerly winds is going to hit trajectory, go right over Montana, where there happens to be nuke sites and go ahead and park itself there. I think it's pretty unreasonable for anyone to believe that. And for it to remain in the sky is also something that I think the United States should not do. So let's talk about it. Let's watch the video. Let's uh, take a quick snippet of this and I'll be right back. It's simply a escalation tactic to get the United States to bite. And in this case, the Joint Chiefs know that. So that's what you do. You don't shoot it down. You go ahead and wait for it to fall. You collect the information about it, and then you leave it alone. Because it's simply designed to antagonize the United States in doing something that China can use. So when they give their litany of reasons of why they're going to go into Taiwan, they can simply say, well, remember that one time when they shot down one of our balloons for no reason? It simply hit a, it hit, it, it hit a wind shear. It was off course. We didn't mean for it to be in Montana, United States. Sure you didn't. And of course, this is what the Chinese said. And as of last night, when we didn't have confirmation that it was Chinese, even though we had a good idea it was, it's amazing 24 hours and what a difference that makes. The reason why that I said that the United States was considering shooting this down, and obviously, if this thing would have hit a major city, and I understand Montana, Montana's like, wait a second, we're a major city. No, you're not. You, there's, there's like 200 people in Montana. Let's be honest. And even though I have family from there, I apologize. Uh, probably not uh, the thriving metropolis that we would suspect if, if this was New York City or Miami or Los Angeles or something to that effect. The whole point is these weather balloons are fairly common. And here's a photo of it. And you can see it's a little bit different than you would anticipate. It's got a very large profile and it could almost look like a small moon. That's not a moon. It's a space station. It's too big to be a space station. <laughs> Obviously, it's pretty massive. It's roughly the size of three buses. We'll talk about that. And you can see that it's got an elongated profile, but honestly, it is much taller than it is wide. And it, it looks like a, uh, I, I hate to be gross, but it looks like a sperm under a microscope. That's the profile of this thing, minus the wiggling tail. Uh, it's very, very large, and it's very difficult to miss. What's interesting is if you take a look at some of the photographs that have been made of this thing it, from the 1970s till now, it hasn't changed much in any way, shape or form. And it's fairly consistent in its design and what it can and can't do. But this is also something that came across is that you saw across the radar of the flight radar 24, which is a cool site. It'll show you three KC-135s during the time of first identifying this foreign object, this UFO, KC-135s were flying. Now, KC-135s can be used for many different things. Troop transport, they've actually been used for uh, supporting AWACS, uh, but mainly their job is for refueling smaller planes. Uh, KC-135 also refuels larger planes, and that's its job. It's really a refueler. And to have three of them up there, you know that we had a squadron of fighters up there, probably F-35s, F-22s, something to that effect, ready to shoot this thing down if in any way, shape, or form we saw it as a threat. So this whole benign process of the White House saying, oh, well, this thing is just you know not that big of a deal. There's no worry about it. Well, obviously, they were worried about it. 
But surveillance of countries, it refers to truly the practice of monitoring and collecting information about individuals, organizations, or nations by foreign states or entities. It's very common. This can be accomplished through various means, such as electronic eavesdropping or satellite imagery or human intelligence gathering. Sorry, those of you who know me know that that just happens to be my old stomping grounds. The extent to which countries engage in surveillance of one another is often a contentious issue as it raises questions about privacy, national security, and international relationships, of course, especially with China. Sovereign airspace refers to the airspace above a nation that is under the jurisdiction and control of that nation's government. In Iraq, we had the 32nd parallel, which said if you go ahead and you encroach upon going past the 32nd parallel, this will ultimately happen. Well, the United States and its airspace and a certain distance out from its shores is American-owned, just like our waters. And then after that, you have international airspace and international waters. We don't care much about that, although if something encroaches upon that, it does get the attention of NORAD and other major stations that are watching for any foreign assets entering close to international or our airspace. But this includes both the airspace above the nation's territorial land and the waters, like I said, as well as territorial waters themselves. Within the sovereign airspace, nations have the right to regulate all traffic, including military and commercial flights, and can take actions to protect their national security at all costs. The rules and regulations governing the U.S. sovereign airspace are established by the international treaties and agreements and are monitored by international organizations, such as the ICAO, which is the International Civil Aviation Organization. There have been many instances in history when other countries have spied on the United States, and we don't even need to go into Pearl Harbor and the Japanese, but there's been many times, and Russia has been playing this game with the United States since 1955. And this can be done for various reasons, like I said, from intelligence, but also military and diplomatic activities can be monitored. Stealing sense of information or technological advancements or attempting to influence American policy are all in the docket for this. And one well-known example is the Cold War, when both the U.S. and Soviet Union engaged in extensive espionage activities against each other. In more recent times, there have been reports of foreign governments, including those of China, go figure, Russia, and others using cyber espionage to gather information from American companies and government agencies. However, it is important, truly important to note, that such activities are typically conducted in secret, and the full extent of foreign surveillance on the U.S. may never be known to the public. Governments generally do not disclose all information to the public for a variety of reasons, including the one we've been talking about most is national security. Some information may be classified or sensitive, and revealing it could harm national security interests or put individuals in danger, unless you're Joe Biden and just want to go ahead and store it in your garage. Privacy concerns. Information that could violate individuals' privacy rights, such as medical records or personal financial information, is typically not disclosed either. Diplomatic considerations are also a large concern. Some information may be related to these relationships in diplomatic negotiations and disclosing it could negatively impact diplomatic efforts. There's also restrictions from a legal standpoint. There are laws and regulations in place that restrict the release of certain types of information, such as classified intel or information related to ongoing criminal investigations. Right, Joe? 
Last but not least, protecting the public interest. And in some cases, the government may choose not to reveal information that could create panic or harm public, tr public trust. And this is the guise of most information is, well, mom and dad think that you're too young to hear this, so we're not going to go ahead and tell you, like Epstein's flight list. It's important to note that the balance between transparency and protection of sensitive information is a very complex issue and one that I was responsible for and another host on this show, Leroy, have been responsible for. Very important. Different governments may have different approaches to information and how they disclose it. But it's kind of hard to keep it a secret when a giant reflective ball the size of a couple of school buses is floating below the mesosphere. And this is a direct line of communication to the world that once again America will not protect its borders. From the southern border and the unfettered access Biden has allowed, and now a stray spy balloon that has clearly made its way into American airspace on purpose. The Chinese cover story is one of comedic value. To assume they could navigate something thousands of miles away and drop it right over missile sites in the northern part of the U.S. and then make a navigation error that isn't corrected is a complete joke. This balloon has solar power attached to it, and there is no really other way to put it. These balloons have drone-like propulsion, and certainly not as nimble as a drone, but they can move with limited speeds during even less than optimal conditions. And if they wanted to, they would be acquiesced to our request to get it the hell out of our airspace. And China is playing and feigning ignorance. Joe Biden is once again demonstrating the cowardice that plagued Obama's administration with Crimea, Libya, and Syria. The Great Reset with Russia. Biden with Ukraine, Russia again, Iran, the border, and now China. A clear message is being sent to the world that we are ran by feckless leaders who are trying to sell lies bigger than the ones China is selling. China says it went off track. The U.S. says it doesn't want to have debris hit U.S. population. It's Montana. Mr. President, you have a better chance of not hitting water when you fall out of a frickin' boat over actually hitting a living person in Montana. And if not now, when? We have the technology. We have the right. What we are missing is the backbone. They call Montana big sky country. Well, we have become the big pansy country. And Biden is to blame. It's amazing what 24 hours will do to a perspective. Once again, you can't go around shooting everything you see. You have to go ahead and find out what the intent is. And the moment that we found out most assuredly that it was Chinese owned and they were spying on the United States and it entered our airspace, it changed the entire process of how we should react versus sitting on our hands and pretending that this is going to appease China from going into Taiwan or loving the United States anymore. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for watching. If you would do me a favor, stop by The Dumb Show at thedumbshow.com. You can pick up some amazing coffee. We have got veteran-owned coffee, the Betsy Ross, the Don't Tread on, Tread on Me, the Come and Take It, the Trader Joe. It's all amazing. You can pick up your own Red Friday shirt. Remember, everyone deployed. It would mean a great deal if you stop by, and we give 10% back to Travis Mannion Foundation. And you can use the code DUM10 to save 10% on everything in the store. Stop on by and say hello. Also, go watch our podcast over there and our catalog of videos. I would greatly appreciate it. Last but not least, my good friends at PFC Flags, the one you see over my shoulder right now, not the 
cloth one or not the obviously triangle emblazoned, but this one right here is made out of wood. It's made by my good friends, Jason and Katie from pfcflags.com. They do amazing custom work. Go over to their site, take a look, and you get a free desktop flag if you order a small or larger. And that is that. I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1, 22 veterans commit suicide a day. There's way too many. Please provide them this number. You have no idea how much veterans need your help, even though they may not ask for it. PTS, anxiety, depression, and TBIs are all very real, and it starts with conversation. It'll never be reported to their duty station. They will never be punished for calling. And more importantly, it's free of charge. And if you are a civilian and you're not a veteran, don't let the name fool you. They will help you just if you make a call. Folks, thanks for stopping by. Come see me tonight, 830. I'll be live. And uh, then I'll see you next Monday for the next recorded show. God bless. Have an amazing, amazing weekend and treat yourselves right. Thank you. 